Welcome to another mini-sode of Obsessed. Today, I am here with my good friend, Julie Riga. She is the author of Stay On Course, and her mission is to uncover everybody's purpose in this whole entire world, if you can even believe that. Julie is amazing, and you can find all about her in the show notes. Julie, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me today. Well, it's my honor, for real. And your book, so we became friends on the app Clubhouse, and she literally has rocked my world. And that is her stage name, Julie Rock. She's rocked my world because she is so laser focused. She knows what she's doing. She's a TEDx speaker. And she is very rooted in her foundation and her purpose. And I always look to her as a role model in terms of navigating one's life purpose. Julie, tell us a little bit about what you do and how you envision your life's purpose. Thank you. Yeah, so I am a leadership coach and trainer. And so it is my purpose in life to help people discover their purpose, stay on course so that they can leave a legacy. And it's been quite a journey. My life has been quite a journey, let me tell you. Uh, And that is why I started working on this to help other people and empower uh, women and men to just have the courage to really hone in on why they're here on earth, why and what their mission is here. And so I went through a couple of traumatic experiences when I was younger. Uh, I had a childhood sickness. I also went through quite a painful divorce And through those circumstances, I came to terms with having to recreate myself and having to recreate myself several different times. And during those recreations, I found my purpose. I found what it was I was created to do. And where I found that was in the trauma and in the struggle. And so it's just amazing how, and I'm a very strong believer in God, that I am on a journey and a journey to not only develop and grow myself, but help others develop and grow so that they can then in turn help others learn and grow. Because I believe that what we need to do as humans is pay it forward. So after we've learned the hard, hard lessons that life actually throws you into, that we're able to help the next generations and the people that are around us. Jules, you are leaving your generational stamp. And I honestly believe that you are glossing over this traumatic experience that defined you. And Julie is making her pain, her pain, her purpose. Six, take us back 16 years ago. Take us back to that day. Okay. So the day uh, of my divorce, you mean, that's the one you're looking at. Or maybe when you had those intuitive feelings, if you will, something was wrong in your marriage. (laughs) So that's funny, Jules, because I had a dream. I actually had a dream 
And in the dream, my husband told me he was leaving me and there was nothing I could do about it. And so, and so started my journey. And this was how many months post-pregnancy or post-birth, if you will? Sure. My daughter was just about to be nine months old. And in my you had that womanly intuition. And I am sure that you received whispers along the way. We often ignore those whispers when something's wrong with our relationships or our job or our health. We ignore those whispers until they hit us smack dab in the face. And you, Jules, you got those whispers in a dream. Now that's insane because if I went on a tangent with every dream or nightmare I had, I'd be considered crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes I use dreams to, or I think God uses dreams to warn us or inspire us one or the other. And so definitely this was a dream where I needed to pay attention And so after I paid attention, I sort of recognized there was something really wrong and so on and so on went the drama of me having to recreate my life yet again uh, for the second time. And during that time, I got really interested in how to do that. And so self-development and growth was definitely at the forefront of who I was And it's funny because I did a TEDx talk and I actually said, I told about this in the TED talk that I made my bedroom a self-help library. So where my husband used to sleep, I put all the books, all my development and growth books were where he used to sleep. I used to sleep in the bed with half the books. I love that. (laughs) Well, you were infusing positivity into a negative situation. So you were cradling a nine-month-old baby girl And you found out your husband was interested in another woman and carrying on a relationship. And I cannot imagine how that hit you like a thunderbolt. And you were forced to reimagine your life. You didn't have the choice, but in that pain, you knew that there was a reason you were being taught this lesson. Yeah. I, the reason to me was, well, God, there were so many reasons. I mean, it's not just one. There were lessons of forgiveness I had to learn. There were lessons of recreation I had to learn. There were lessons of having to be the only person in, um, in your life that could help you to raise a child in a sense. I mean, her father was still in the life, in her life, but, you know, I really had to take the reins of doing everything. And so talk about staying on course. During this time, I was finishing up my master's degree. My parents had been in Florida. I really needed to be laser focused. And every moment of my day was accounted for. And so there was very little time that I had for myself. And in those times that I had for myself, I was reading. I was reading because there was an answer to my pain out there. You know, I really needed to find the answer. And so I just kept searching and searching. But I think the main breakthrough for me was when I took the seven habits of highly effective people. I had the opportunity at work 
to take a class where they taught us about beginning with the end in mind. And so beginning with the end in mind became my mantra. And I started taking that very, very seriously. And so when they said, create a personal mission statement, I took that very seriously. I not only filled out the questionnaire and really sat with this thing for a long, long time, I created a personal mission statement on a PowerPoint slide. I printed it out and put it all over the place. So that was like my refrigerator next to my bed near my office. I had it everywhere because I needed a North Star. I needed a way to remember why I was going to be successful in my life. And so the only thing that I kept holding on to is I want to live good. I want to live good. I want my daughter to live good. And whatever I need to do to make that happen, that's what I was going to do. And I love that. Many of my clients, I refer them to the Stephen Covey website. There is a personal mission builder statement app, if you will, that walks you through writing a mission statement. So I absolutely love that. It's really important to be firm in your mission, your life's mission, not just a professional mission, but your personal mission as well. And so many people go internally. So many people get stuck on and in their trauma or pain so that you were very active in unearthing the lesson that you were ready. You were ready to learn that, Jules. Yeah, I was ready. And that was just, (laughs) so that was a first part of it. You know, when you get divorced, the very interesting piece to this is that if the, the ex is still in your life, you still have to deal with that person. And so every time I had to deal with my ex, there were you know, still feelings that were coming up like anger and all kinds of emotions. And anytime he did something to anger me, it would just remind me of all these, like all of what I believe he stole away from us, you know? So I had to stay on course. I had to keep going forward and having that mission statement in front of me and remembering and reminding myself of why was super, super important. Now, the the good part about all of this is my daughter did have time with her father. So I had extra time when she was not with me. And I used that time very wisely. I sat with my journals and I sat in, like I sat with a lot of time developing ideas of what I could possibly do of creating things. And so I really used that time to develop myself and just develop the right mindset. Because if I did not have the right mindset, I was never going to make it. I had so many things stacked against me and I just needed to, you know, stay on course. And so the stay on course resonates with me. And and I believe at different times of your life, you have to think about what stay on course means. But at that particular time, it was living good. How do I live good? How do I develop myself so that my daughter could be proud of her mother and proud of her life? And, you know, just recently, I'll never forget it. We were driving home and this is during the pandemic. 
my daughter looks at me and she goes, mom, you know, I'm really thriving. And I'm like, wow, that was all I needed to hear. We fight all day long, but the fact that she's thriving made me so happy. Wow. That just speaks to that. She is maybe not listening to you because I know mothers and daughters clash all the time, but she is watching you, Jules. And isn't it all worth it now? Isn't it all worth it? Because I'm telling you, when we are on top, when we are feeling confident, when we are feeling that we have got it all together and checking off all the boxes, there is something that's going to happen. The universe, God will make sure to remind you that you are not in control. And the fact that through your trauma, through your pain jewels, you were able to stay on course and your daughter is living proof of that. Thank you, Julie. I'm going to leave all the information about Julie Riga, her TED Talk, her website, her book, Stay On Course, in the show notes. And I would love to have her back on again. And do not forget to tap on those five stars so we can bring you content like this on a regular basis. We love you. The show is about you. And remember, get obsessed with your life.